Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. My name is Jacqueline Hogan and I'm joined by my colleague Ian Slattery. In this episode, we will be looking at corporate bonds as an investment asset class and discussing Zurich's two new corporate bond funds, which launched on October 1st, 2020. The Zurich Live podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on Zurich.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Thanks for your time today, Ian. So corporate bonds, sometimes known as corporate credit. Can you give us an introduction to corporate bonds as an asset class and explain what they are, how they work? Yeah. Hi, Jack. Um so corporate bonds are, are fixed income debt instruments, so similar to how you might think of a sovereign bond from uh, a country. The, the big difference here is that they're issued by companies or corporations. And what they're trying to do there is they're trying to raise financing for uh, their business activities to expand their business or whatever it might be. Uh, the term is usually applied to debt instruments uh, for longer than a year. Uh, and what happens is the company go out to the market, they'll get funds from investors and they have to pay an interest rate. Um, depending on their own credit worthiness or whatever it might be. And that yield or interest rate is what we receive as investors. Okay. I mentioned in the intro that we have two new corporate bond funds available for investment. They're also part of our highly popular Prisma multi-asset fund range. We've been adding them into this multi-asset fund range since February 2020 this year, and they've benefited the terms in the funds in terms of performance. Can you tell me why we're now offering them as standalone funds? Yes, so we're, we're delighted to bring them as standalone options into the market. Um, as you mentioned, we've had them in our um, a number of our multi-asset funds in 2020 and the managed fund slightly before in 2019. Um, what we're trying to do there is just bring another option to people. Um, obviously, we're in a su- suppressed or depressed interest rate environment at the moment. Uh, so again, having something down the lower end of the risk scale might be of use as well. So they're both at the lower end of the risk scale. Can you tell me what the actual difference is between the two funds? Yeah, so the general investment universe and the risk parameters and the currency exposure is broadly similar uh, across both funds. But the main difference is one of the funds is a short duration corporate bond fund and the other is a medium duration corporate bond fund. So when I say duration, I mean uh, an asset sensitivity to potential interest rate movements or interest rate expectations. So again, usually speaking, we would see shorter duration um, debt instruments as being lower risk or having lower sensitivity to changes in interest rate expectations. So the main difference for the two funds is that duration parameter. We have a short duration, which is an ESMA 2 on the risk scale, and a medium duration, which is a 3 on the risk scale. Okay, now that we've discussed the difference between the two funds, maybe you could go through what's different about Zurich's corporate bond funds compared to any competing funds. We have a team of investment managers here in Zurich known as Zurich Investments. This is the team of people who are managing the two new corporate bond funds. Can you talk to me about this team and their process in relation relation to managing corporate bonds? Yeah, so we've been managing um, funds in Zurich for over 40 years, and we've been managing multi-asset funds for over 30 years. And we're well known, I suppose, for our active top-down investment process. So the corporate bond funds sit very much within that process. 
um, again, and it's a nice addition within the same umbrella term. So the, the senior credit portfolio manager will be based in BlackRock and will sit in our Zurich Investments front office team, headed by David Warren, our chief investment officer. And again, they'll be supported by colleagues across the Zurich Insurance Group based in both Barcelona and Zurich uh, in Switzerland as well. The way we manage corporate credit fits quite nicely into our existing active top-down management process. This leads nicely into my next question. So I know there are a number of risk management measures that Zurich Investments has put in place for these funds. Would you mind just going through a couple of them? Yes. So the main uh, the main risk management uh, tools we would have is um, both currency risk and rating risk. So the corporate bond funds from Zurich are fully euro denominated, uh, which again will help mitigate currency fund risk. However, this does not restrict the geographical diversification profile of the funds. For example, the funds can actively invest in bonds issued by global corporations through euro-denominated instruments. If I say Apple or JP Morgan, they might issue euro-denominated debt to match their business activities in the eurozone. Secondly, in relation to currencies, any non-euro exposure is hedged back fully uh, to the euro. In terms of credit ratings, uh, they reflect the credit worthiness and fundamental credit health of a given corporate bond. Uh, there's public ratings which are published by external credit rating agencies and Zurich used their own uh, internal credit rating structure to determine um, each individual exposure and that helps support our investment decision making and risk management process. It's worth noting that the Zurich corporate bond funds exclusively invest in investment grade exposures. So we talk about um, junk bonds or high yield, there's none of that in the Zurich funds. Um, and the credit ratings are continuously monitored to ensure any deterioration is captured and can be acted upon. Just building on that theme a little bit more, Ian, could you talk a little bit more around the risk and governance philosophy? Yeah, sure. So given the amount of debt in the current market, there are very few companies at that top AAA layer of the credit risk rating scale. Um, So again, we do invest in just investment grade only. So that runs from AAA down to triple B3. So if you did look at the makeup of a fund, you might see a lot in the triple B um, part of the market, which again is very much a function of the wider investment universe. But we are very, very strict about the type of debt we invest in. And we're very cognizant of this concept of a fallen angel, which is perhaps a company that was once investment grade and is no longer. Uh, And we have a dedicated credit analyst team uh, who are continually looking at the fundamentals of the market. And again, that's the that's backed up by those colleagues that we have in Barcelona and in Zurich and Switzerland as well. And they they are they're uh, analyzing balance sheets of companies and constantly monitoring for ratings changes and things like that. Uh, there's a number of metrics that we look at here. It's a value at risk, uh, duration, credit default swaps, and I suppose also the underlying equity movement of those companies is all very important. And it's all within that framework of that active management approach. Another interesting aspect to this risk and governance framework as well is an ESG overlay. So again, as many people will know, Zurich have been uh, signatories to the UN principles of responsible investment since 2012. And that ESG overlay that we apply to all our equity investments also applies to any of our corporate bond investments. So it's another tool to manage the, the components of the funds and the risk and governance of the funds. What can you tell us about recent corporate bond performance and what is your outlook for the future with regards to corporate bonds as an asset class? Yeah, we spoke about our approach and that active management uh, oversight earlier on in our conversation. And the investment landscape, uh, it's evolving all the time, but the benefits of active management could not be more evident uh, throughout 2020. We've seen uh, a lot of volatility in the corporate bond market in the first half of the year, obviously on the back of the COVID crisis. And um, 
they have displayed a good bit of material resilience since the market lows of the COVID crisis, though, and they have substantially recovered and stabilized in terms of their capital values. What I mean by that is that credit spread or the additional yield or interest rate that a company has to pay over a sovereign debt, that's come in quite a lot. And again, that's been supported by unprecedented levels of liquidity from both the European Central Bank here in Europe, but also the Federal Reserve and other major um, central banks around the world. They've done outright purchasing programs and corporations were able to access primary markets to shore up their balance sheets. And again, that helped amid all the market uh, uncertainty. There's also been a lot of issuance in terms of new corporate bonds in 2020. And again, that illustrates the depth of the market access. Uh, supply was well absorbed in general, um, and that's that's good news for corporate bond investors as people hunt for yield. And again, people are trying to get any sort of yield above what they might get on sovereign debt or within cash levels as well. So we were, we are constructive uh, in the sector as a whole, and we have added to it across our multi-asset funds. But we're also selective. Uh, dispersion in performance is likely, and there's going to be defaults in certain sectors. But we. Uh, we employ a prudent approach. We're looking to invest in, in strong companies with strong balance sheets. Uh, and that's that's our approach going into the rest of 2020. Okay. There may be people listening to this podcast now who are interested in investing in corporate bonds, particularly in the current market environment. What type of person would corporate bonds be suitable for? So in a multi-asset approach, and again, we... we suggest most people do a multi-asset approach for their investment um, aims. You would have exposure to the corporate bonds already in the managed funds. That would be the likes of the balanced performance dynamic, but also the AAA and the Prisma funds. As I said earlier, that, that's benefited from our exposure to corporate bonds so far this year. As I said earlier, though, as well, um, the short duration fund will be a two on the risk scale and the medium duration fund will be a three on the risk scale. So again, it's towards the lower end of the risk scale. Um, it might be of use directly through the multi-asset funds or for people looking to build their own portfolios. Um, they are available as that standalone option and it's available across uh, our pension savings and investment products. There's more information uh, in our fund guide and online. Um, but again, as we always say, if you're looking for a new fund uh, choice or to have a look at new funds, we always suggest that you speak to a financial broker uh, or financial advisor. That brings us to the end of this investment podcast. Thank you for that in-depth analysis. And as always, thanks to our listeners for your time. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate and comment. For more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit Zurich.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.